Hey, I'm really excited about a guest that I've got today, and I promise you, you're going to enjoy her and learning from her because this girl's got a wealth of experience and is handling a whole lot on her plate and doing it very well. She's a real leader and an upcoming leader that I promise you, you're going to be seeing and hearing a whole lot more about soon. Her name is Haley Henderson Tillery, and, uh, and we're going to get to know each other even better, though I know her now, that's why I want you to know her. So Haley, welcome today. Thank you so much. I, that intro, that was so kind of you. I just, it means a lot. Well, listen, I have, I've watched you all these years grow up from a beautiful young lady to becoming a beautiful woman now, married and doing well in the business world and doing fantastic. And a lot of people don't know kind of our backgrounds, and so... I want to start off right off the beginning, Kaylee, just ask you, give me your background. Tell me about just coming up, what life was like as a child and yeah, absolutely. how you got where you are. I was very blessed to um, have amazing parents who gave me a solid foundation. I think about where I'm at now, but it started at the home. It started with my mom and dad teaching me the right thing and, you know, teaching me to always be a giver, to be able to see how I can make a difference in people's life. My mom always said, you know, when people said, you know, how's your day going? She goes, well, I woke up so I can make a difference. Yeah, so I'm very grateful for that. But growing up, um, not many people know this, but I struggled with a severe speech impediment. So mm. I took speech therapy for about eight years. I had a speech pathologist, three of them give up on me. Um, just told my parents, you know, we've, we've done all we can, but this will be something that she will struggle with for the rest of her life. Um, and you know, it's, it's different when your parents tell you you can do it. But when you start hearing these can'ts from so many other people who are professionals in the field, it yeah. can definitely make confidence go down. Yeah. Um, so when I was 10 years old, I was on my fourth speech pathologist, and uh, Dr. Alonzo Cromer was his name, and he told me, Haley, you can. And he worked with me for about seven years, and I still struggle with words here and there, but I overcame that, and I it gave me the energy to be able to, to provide that for other people. Yeah. So when people say, you know, you can't accomplish something, well, don't focus on the can't, focus on how you can. Yes. So that was kind of my childhood is overcoming that battle. And you would never know that because where you've gone from there is public speaking is yeah. what you do primarily yeah. all the time. And so it's, it's amazing. And I, you know, I lean on my, uh, you know, my relationship with God too, because mm -hmm. I know that he can give me the strength. There's been times where I didn't know if I was going to be able to accomplish something, but with that, I ended up, like you said, I ended up being a motivational speaker. Uh -huh. I competed in pageants where not only was I speaking on stage, but I was singing on stage. Wow. Um, so it's crazy to see every journey in life takes you to the next step. So that was one person in my life who said, Haley, you can do this. And so now anything I do, I want to be that person for someone else. Yeah. So. Um, I continued my education after high school at Columbus State University, mm -hmm. went on for my master's degree in organizational yeah. leadership, currently working on my PhD in hospitality management. But yeah. um, it's interesting, though, because I worked for Chick-fil-A for eight years, yes. and that's where a lot of people in Columbus know me as, uh -huh. the girl that that's sold right. them the chicken sandwich. Yeah. And those years were a stepping stone for the foundation that I had no clue what was to come. Mm -hmm. um, I thought I was going to proceed being a Chick-fil-A operator. Mm -hmm. I also worked for a company called Tri Leadership where I was traveling nationally doing the motivational speaking for high school students. And I knew that my journey was going in the right direction, but I never felt at peace with it. I never felt content, mm -hmm. and I ended up taking one of the biggest risks of my life. I look back, um, my husband, uh, now at the time was my boyfriend, 
came uh, and said, Haley, I saw this job posting for the Columbus, Georgia Convention and Trade Center. Mm -hmm. And it's for the assistant director job and it's working with events and, you know, helping with sales and marketing. And he goes, I know you're happy, but when I read this, I couldn't help but not show this to you. Yeah. And so I applied yeah. and uh, got made it through the first round. Oh. Went through the second round. I'm like, Lord, this door is opening way too quickly. I'm supposed to be a Chick-fil-A yeah. operator, right. like not yeah. the Trade Center. Um, but the doors kept opening. I prayed a lot about it. And I remember sitting down. All the Chick-fil-A operators I've worked with have been phenomenal in my foundation. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting down and saying, you know, this is the plan for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to leave you empty-handed. But I'm putting in my two weeks notice. I walked into the Trade Center as assistant director, and within six months, my executive director resigned, and I was in charge of the Trade Center. Wow. And so it's been a huge learning experience. Yeah. I will say I love what I do, yeah. and I look back, every journey in my life was preparing me to what I'm doing now. Yes. And it's amazing. I'm still learning. Yeah, yeah I can see that. And, and girl, I want to tell you, I mean, you you've got so much talent and skill and there is a gift and a calling on your life that's just beyond what you see on an average person there's really a touch and what's interesting is just watching you go from that stage all the way up and you even left out a lot of stuff that i want to ask you about as well even in the early days you were you were in pageants a yeah. lot about how many pageants do you think you did oh my goodness Bill, I don't even, I, let me tell you this. <laughs> so the first year I decided to do the Miss America system, uh -huh. it was for um, Columbus State University. Right. And I heard it was scholarships and right. I was paying my way through college. It was something I never wanted to put that burden on my parents. That was a personal decision I made. I'm like, I need some money. <laughs> and so I competed, didn't win. Very competitive. Mm -hmm. I admit it. Yeah. And so I decided to try again. Um, ended up doing preliminaries all that year, went back and won Miss CSU. And then yeah. they're like, well, now you got to compete for Miss Georgia. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I didn't know this was a step in it. Um, so I competed on the Miss Georgia stage. My first year was in 2011. I uh, loved it. And I realized it was another platform for me to use my voice, not only in things that I believe in, but also um, to just be able to share my Christian yeah. faith that way in a different yeah. arena than because the pageant arena is a very interesting one. Yeah. And uh, in 2012, I competed in 35 preliminaries. Wow. I made first runner up in every single one. Gosh. I did not make it to the Miss Georgia stage that uh -huh. year, um, but I made more scholarship money than Miss Georgia actually did that year. <laughs> and uh, went back later, became Miss Troop County, became Miss Columbus, um, walked away top 10 in the, in the pageant. But, you know, looking back, I met so many great friends. That's I still am connected with girls all across the state of Georgia. It mm -hmm. paid for all of my college career, yeah. including my master's, and now yeah. some of the money going towards my PhD. And looking back, I'm glad I did it. Yes. It was a great uh, bonding experience my mom and mm -hmm. I, too, because we traveled to all those places yeah, to compete. I and it was, it was good. Before we continue with this episode, we want to make sure that you are aware of our monthly BP Leadership Breakfast. That's right. Our live events with Bill Purvis are back each and every month. If you join us on those days, you not only get to hear an amazing leadership lesson from Bill, you get some awesome breakfast food, you get to participate in some giveaways, and you can network with some key leaders from within our community. So make sure you RSVP and sign up on our website, 
bpleadership.com. Now, when you go to our website, you click the events tab. You'll see a list of all the upcoming dates, the times, location, all that stuff is on there for you. So make sure you RSVP and sign up now at that website, bpleadership.com. I can see that, you know, and sometimes the, the pageant life, because of a couple of people in life, you know, that the Tanya Hardings and all the mm-hmm. other stuff that you hear, people that are famous, and they and they give a bad name, even to pageant moms, you know, they yeah. do a program. But I have not, that's not been my experience. I know from yours, you've been there. You learn so much about people, people's skills, uh, ethics, mannerisms, etiquette, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably learn more than most people through, uh, you know, through years and years of experience in the, in the world. You learn more than that. Just all the traveling, all the things you have to oh, do. Oh, yeah. And you got to think in that arena, you're walking into a room with five judges that you don't know, okay. and they can ask you any question under the sun, whether it's dealing with the economy, what's going on in the world, and you got to have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. And what I now, because uh, my husband and I, we actually do a little coaching on the side yeah. now, I tell girls it's not the perfect answer because right. that's not what you need. It's what do you believe in and what can you stay firm in what your thoughts are? There it's okay to have an opinion. And I think in today's world, we're getting so caught up in, you know, what is the politically correct thing that's to say? Right. What am I going to say that's not going to offend? But honestly, we're put on this earth to be yeah. able to use our voices. And we don't have to do it in a negative way, right. but be able to understand why we believe in certain things. Oh, I like it, Haley. You're right. And, and it is. It's, it's, your most authentic is when you're being you. Yeah. So you're just speaking from who you are and what you what you feel. Exactly. But it comes across as this is not canned, this is not thought through, it's this not is not put on. Yes. And you're being transparent. And you know, I I tell the girls I work with now, it's like, you know, if you walk out of that room being completely yourself and not mm-hmm. worrying if you said the right or wrong thing, but just said right. what was on your heart right. and be proud of yourself. Yeah. Because you did something that most people fear. And struggle with and you know now that process will help you in interviews for a job one day yes. it will help you with conversations with people so I'm glad I had that experience I am too and, and, and it really did those parts played a big part in all that you have to do now because you got to meet yes. the public at all levels and all the conversations you have to have and when we talk about even the, the Trade Center uh, where you're at now running the Columbus Trade uh, Convention Trade Center. What all does that entail? What what kind of events do they have there? Oh, my goodness. So I'll give you a little background. So the facility's been around since 1863. Um, sorry, 53. Yeah. But the city bought it in 1979 and converted it to a convention center because mm-hmm. what it does, it's bring economic impact to the city. So mm-hmm. when we recruit events there, it's not only an event you're having the trade center. People are staying in the hotels. They're going to the restaurants. They're mm-hmm. shopping. And one thing I saw, you know, being a per- person that's lived here my whole life, right. I went to prom there growing up. They used to have yeah. the junior league attic sale that my mom and grandmother went to. But I had no idea what truly goes on behind those walls. We average pre-COVID, 600 events a year from weddings to conferences, conventions, social events, galas, you name it. And every event that we do, it's a one-time shot. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't mess up a wedding, right? Like, when I worked at Chick-fil-A, I might have messed up your chicken sandwich, added too many pickles, but I can go fix that. On a wedding day, that's a one-time 
deal for our team. A lot of pressure. Yes. So as my role, not only am I focusing on the sales of the building, but also a building that's that old has a lot of upkeep and maintenance. So I'm I'm in charge of operations, facilities, our catering and food vendor, um, every function of the business on how different departments are going to communicate and work together to mm -hmm. make sure that end result is remarkable. Yeah. And so that's what we do. P so plus Q equals R E. People plus quality is going to equal a remarkable experience. Oh, very good, very good. And and you have to make. I bet you have to make a hundred decisions a day. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I told. Uh, it's funny. Uh, I never dreamed my job would be one day talking about the Easter Bunny versus uh, who's coming in for this banquet to special security for, yeah. you know, a vice president walking in our building. I'm switching gears constantly. That's right. You're changing hats all yes, day long. Yes, but I love it because the true thing I want to see, every employee has a skill set. Mm -hmm. And every employee, I can't do my job without them. This mm -hmm. isn't the Haley Convention Center. Right. It is the Columbus, Georgia Convention Center. So, Without the talent and support from each employee, I can't make it happen. Yeah. So I'm so grateful for our team. What mm -hmm. we've done, even during this pandemic, has been remarkable. Mm -hmm. And every day we get to make a difference. Yeah, I love it. And and then leading people, people don't realize it's a difficult task. You got to be good to. I mean, sure they work for the money, but they can go somewhere else. You got to learn to pull out of them a passion to make some sense. They own it that they're responsible yes. to take pride in their work. And you got to be able to understand that all, not all workers work the same no. or are and, motivated the same. And I will say, um, this September, I've been there five years already, uh -huh. and that has been the biggest, I guess, growth opportunity for me is learning how people respond to leadership in different ways, mm -hmm. what motivates them differently. Everybody is, is programmed. They have different personalities. Some people love that praise in a staff meeting, while others, they don't want to be recognized. They'd rather have a, a thank you note sent and put on their desk. So, mm -hmm. you know, as the leader of the organization, you got to take time to know how your employees respond. What yeah. are their likes? What are their dislikes? Because, trust me, personalities are different. Yeah, it's not and a one size no, fits all. No, and they clash. And so <laughs> it can all work yeah. together when they see that their leader truly cares. Yeah. And that takes time. It's not something that you can just put on a facade one day and not mm -hmm. carry out. It has to be consistent day after day. Yeah. Now, all right, let me ask you this. If you're a, if, if you're talking to young a young audience, and and they don't quite know where to go, they don't have they, they haven't got a direction, and you've had it, you've had a hundred voices trying to pull you off track, and you could have just hung out like a lot of teenagers and wasted their life, yeah. but you always seem to be on a track. What do you say to some of them? Like early on, this is your life. Invest it now, and here's what I do. What do you? So I'm so glad you asked me that because there is, I had the wonderful opportunity to meet Truett Cathy, who was mm -hmm. the founder and of, of Chick-fil-A. And yeah. I remember I was uh, 17 years old mm -hmm. and he told me something that just has stuck with me. And I'm grateful that I got to hear that at a young age. He said, Haley, always embrace unexpected opportunities. Mm -hmm. Embrace unexpected opportunities. And I say that because I feel we're in a time today where generationally people want that instant gratification. They want to know what point A and point B and point C, but honestly, sometimes you got to take a risk and try those things that you didn't think was part of the plan. Right. Try it, at, step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Because there's so many things I did 
in the past that was completely out of my comfort zone. But if I didn't embrace that, if I didn't at least try it, right. it would not have led to where I'm at today. At Chick-fil-A, I started as the cow, Bill. I was well, in a you know a uh, cow suit on the side yeah. of the road. I mean, <laughs> that was definitely an opportunity I wasn't embracing. But you start off in the bottom, that's humbling. <laughs> you yeah. know, but it's yeah. one of those things that led to where I'm at. So yes. I would say embrace this and expect, do not be in fear of it. Because yeah. there's different people I look back who were, I guess the correct word would be there, they were pushing me to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I could have easily said, you know, I'm content. Right. I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Right. But if I didn't push myself from that individual, there's yeah. no telling where I would be today right. from those opportunities. Yeah. So that journey and that experience you got was by being able to say, I'm going to go ahead and take the risk. Yeah. The door's open. Let me walk through it. If you enjoyed that episode and you would like to hear more content from Bill, make sure you subscribe to our channel if you have not already. It's completely free. It just keeps you up to date and in the loop whenever we release more episodes of the BP Leadership Podcast. Also, don't forget that you can come see Bill live at one of our monthly BP Leadership Breakfasts. You can find out details and times on our website, bpleadership.com. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, this is where real leaders are made.